0: Hello, everybody. I'm Joshua. And I'm Jamie. And And we're we're going to do daredevil. Daredevil. This is, uh, Hi, Jamie. Hi, Joshua. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. You how are? are? You? Yeah.
1: Doing, I'm doing very well, thank you. Great. Uh, we are covering issues... Um,
0: great that you're doing well. We're, we're uh, covering issues... Um, oh, I'm so, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Jamie, how are you doing?
1: No, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> issues 126 <laughs> to 130. Yeah. 130. We're getting really deep into this now.
0: Yeah, we are. We're into the Marv Wolfman. This is episode 20... 21. 21? Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, who'd have thought it when yeah. we started? Yeah, I know. We were we we were so young back then. So young, no gray hair, n- nothing. No.
1: Um, this is October 1975 that uh, we we're dealing with. We're starting in October 1975 and moving forward. the The next couple of issues is just pure Daredevil. And for people reading along at home, if you are, if you're using the Marvel Unlimited app, um, this is the last episode that you'll be able to follow along on that. Mm -hmm. um we're jumping over to use the um the marvel essentials books the black and white collections the the Mm -hmm. collection number six of daredevil which was the last one that they put out Mm -hmm. uh it includes issues 126 through 146 so you get a good chunk of it and there's an annual in there some iron man and some ghost rider but um yeah that's where we're at now and then
0: I'm thinking Marvel's going to, you know, cuz they're listening de- definitely they're going to make sure they update Marvel Unlimited and, and add all the remaining issues cuz yeah. I think they have the last time I checked it was they have 258 issues mm-hmm. from volume 1.
1: Yeah, of 370. I think I said 360 last week, but it's 370, I yeah. think or 380. Maybe I got it wrong. Maybe it's 3. I can't remember.
0: But they're going to get with the program and they're going to keep adding them. Yeah, so.
1: there's some there's some caps in there and yeah. uh, they need they need them papered over
0: and uh, for these five issues that we're going to cover today the Mm -hmm. creators at least for the writer penciler and inker stay the same for all five issues which is kind of exciting yep yeah we have Marv Wolfman Bob Brown and Klaus Janssen and Wolfman uh, edited Wolfman these, was at least some of these issues. Yeah,
1: um, they were bouncing around. Uh, I think we mentioned this before, but they were bouncing around editors in chief and editors generally at this point. Um, yeah, this was after was it Roy Thomas, I think, or, uh, or Len it, Wayne? Len Lem Lem, Lem, Lem Len Wayne. Len Wayne. Len Wayne. Um, Roy Thomas was replaced by Jerry Conway. Was replaced by Len Wayne. Was replaced by Marv Wolfman. Was replaced by and I think they just yeah, all yeah, spun around each spun other around. for a while. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, it's 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 kind of interesting because there was a couple of times when I was reading them. Wolfman, Mar, Marf, Marv Wolfman Marv um, Wolfman has a tendency to overwrite in my opinion the dialogue mm. um, and he overwrites the characters and I kept thinking, I wonder if it had been different if he'd been editing if he hadn't been editing, if someone else had been editing It's mm. not bad, but it's just it's so different from um, a couple of the previous creators, yeah. That it's like, oh, look, Daredevil's talking a
0: lot. <laughs> he does talk a lot. He, yeah. he, he reminds me a little bit more of Spider-Man. Yeah, it always feels yeah, like the character. It does feel delivery, a little bit like yeah. Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, we have a little two-par. Mm-hmm. Uh, first out the gate, 126, 127. And yeah,
0: we're, we're introduced to a new supervillain named we the are. Torpedo.
1: Oh, I see a villain?
0: Um, well, you know what? That's a good point. We're yeah. going to discuss it, and it depends on your perspective of villainy.
1: Yeah, it does. It does, indeed. Torpedo is an interesting character. We already had a torpedo way back when. Yeah,
0: back. In the, was it the 60s?
1: Yeah, and he fell off a roof or was pushed off a roof or <laughs> yeah, jumped off a I'm it. sure Daredevil contributed Daredevil to his death him. somehow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: this guy has a uh, suit that has jet engines on the ankles and wrists, which means that he can fly. And is pretty noisy. Every time uh, he's
0: mentioned throughout the, the two
1: storylines, it's always him being noisy. Yeah,
0: And, the, and you know... You should really take his name seriously because torpedo. You know he 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 can't just fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also can go through brick, go through stone. I mm. mean, he's so his speed and the power from yeah. his little wrist. Um, he's
1: able to do these rocket yeah, punches as well. Exactly, from the, the wrist engines.
0: And it, and at one point in the in one of these two issues, he he literally just goes through a building like several times. Yeah. While they're fighting, so yeah.
1: So um, anyway, we open with Daredevil swinging about thinking uh, it's July in in the story. It's July, even though it's October. Yeah. So there is a, there's some catch up that needs to be done somewhere in there. But um, uh, Daredevil swinging around town, people are looking up at him and you get the usual uh, onlookers. Isn't he great? Isn't he a show mm-hmm. off? Isn't he bad? J. Jonah Jameson's right. <laughs> um and he swings past that. We see a couple of posters in the background while he's swinging along showing um, district attorney. And it's not clear. I think it's foggy, but it's not. Yeah, clear. It, it,
0: it looks like foggy because like we, foggy. Cut, we cut straight to Foggy giving a speech. Yeah, he's in the
1: park giving a speech talking about how he's been a great... DA and mm-hmm. how he's brought down crime and then the statistics show that he's been good and then someone in the crowd shouts out what about your fiance?
0: Yeah, Debbie Debbie. She's a past criminal past criminal. She and it's funny jail. because any, anytime anyone mentions that uh, Foggy starts to sweat yeah. you know, he, he gets yeah. nervous he, he pulls his co- he does and the finger in the you collar you know, Ooh. you figure, you made that decision a long time ago Foggy. Yeah yeah, you, know, you should be good with it at this point.
1: You were told what was going to happen, and you you went with it. So, yeah. um, but so it. You know what's funny is this page. So the the page basically shows Foggy down there talking to a crowd, very much like on a soapbox kind of thing. And uh, the person shouts out, and then you see Daredevil swings by. You don't see him again. The person shouts out, "What about your fiance?" And then it shows Daredevil swinging away. And at first, I thought Daredevil would shout it out.
0: Oh, what about Debbie? <laughs> just
1: to be a, just to annoy him. Yeah. But he kind of mentions it wasn't me. Well, he doesn't say it wasn't me. He says, poor, poor Foggy.
0: How's he going to deal with yeah, that? Yeah, he even says something like he, he would have stuck around to help. Yeah. But he's got bigger fish to fry.
1: Yeah. And he doesn't want to... He doesn't want... Um, I don't know. It's, it seems like at the moment, even though we haven't seen anything in the, the comic, it's kind of building up to this idea that, that villains are a nuisance. There's a lot of... The, these two issues deal a lot with how... You know, they, they've introduced a character called um, uh, Ro- Detective Rose or Inspector Rose um, at some stage. Is it Was it previously? Was it in the Circus of Crime one or is it in this one? I think he's been in before.
0: He, I can't remember. He gets a, mentioned in one of these. Yeah,
1: he's a policeman that basically yeah. just complains about how much destruction the heroes are responsible for in a city and how they're mm-hmm. just a nuisance. And you're seeing a lot more of that being mentioned in, in these issues than you have in previous issues. Um Daredevil keeps swinging and he swings by the window
0: of an insurance salesman called Brock Jones. Yeah, and Brock Jones is a little down on life right now. Yeah. He used to be a, um, uh, an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of injury and everything, he quit. And then he became a vice president of an insurance company. Mm hmm. And uh, he, he never could get over the thrill or get past the thrill of the game. Yeah and it's really affected him in his life. He feels like his life doesn't have any meaning anymore because back when he was a football player, everybody loved him, mm-hmm. everybody idolized him. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you're just some some regular schmo.
1: Yeah, he was kind of hired. It says that he was a quarterback in 1972. He was like an up and coming star, but then he, he injured out of the game. And um, he was hired by this insurance company because he was a kind of, he was a celebrity And they used him to be like a a point of conversation. So it would be like, hey, look, here's our vice president, Brock Jones, coming in, shake hands. And then he was kind of cleared out. And they all knew that he wasn't that good at actually selling insurance. He was just there purely to uh, to impress clients. He he was a name. Yeah. And now it's kind of at the end of that, of him even being known as a quarterback, a former quarterback. So
0: So to just dig the knife in a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. uh, Brock Jones is—he's outside, um, you know—and he and he sees this lady that is about to get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. And, a, as a kid, it He yeah. sees his kid and uh, he's like, Oh, no, no, th- this is my chance. I can save her. You know, I can prove that, you know, I still am a hero. And then Daredevil swings by and mm-hmm. saves the kid. And what, <laughs> what makes it even worse is after he does it, Daredevil gets mad at the guy, gets mad at Brock Jones for trying to help. And is like, You know what? Yeah. You know, just leave this to the superheroes. I don't yeah. want to have to save you as well. You yeah, know, I don't have y- to yeah.
1: do good. This is very Spider Man esque. This yeah. whole piece here. He's like, the, everything he's saying. He says, back off, handsome, cavalry's here, and stay out of the way, let us deal with it. And um, then while this is going on, we move over to Wall Street uh, two hours later, mm-hmm. and you hear the sound of jet engines, kind of like the Gardner sound that you can hear in the background of this episode. We we yeah. put, we asked them to do that so that it felt like <laughs> yes. the torpedo was coming. Um, <laughs> so you see, you're, you're introduced to the torpedo, and he's kind of, he's flying, he's flying at like... Six feet up in the air. Yeah, <laughs> the, the least impressive flyer in the Marvel universe. I can't imagine what his knuckles feel like. I. There must be something in the gloves because he's punching brick walls. Yeah, funstick, he, he
0: literally is just flies straight through
1: brick. Yeah, yeah, he flies through Wall Street to a, a bank and flies into the. He, 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 he breaks. through He the, flies
0: through a safe. Yeah, like he, one of those big bank safes. Completely destroys How? the door of the. <laughs> those uh, things the vault. are so thick. Yeah. Even Superman has trouble ripping him off. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, um, so he goes in. He, he goes he, in.
0: And all he does, he leaves all the jewels, all the money. He just takes the contents of one safety deposit box. Yeah,
1: which is a, a bunch of paperwork that we don't really know what it is just yet. And then...
0: Uh, yeah, he, he leaves. He, leaves. He,
1: he breaks through another wall. Smashes another yeah, one. Yeah, he doesn't
0: go through the same way he came in. He yeah. decides to, you know, cause more yeah. ruckus.
1: So even if he is a, a good guy... That's
0: why I said it's a matter of perspective here. It is. He's
1: kind of, I guess there's criminal damage or, or vandalism or something. It's definitely yeah. breaking, but I don't know. I guess it's still breaking and entering yeah. anything. Um, then we cut to Foggy and uh, uh, Matt. And this is... Is this later or is this the next day? I can't remember. Anyway, they are talking and Foggy's still upset about...
0: Uh, going up against Blake Tower, yeah, Blake Tower, man, handsome. What a great guy! Handsome. He's the best. Beautiful blonde hair. Like He's Robert Redford. Su- yes, <laughs> <laughs> super tall. I would have said Paul Newman, but yeah. You know. um, but Foggy is just Especially frustrated, cool. yeah. and, and you know, Matt's trying to calm him down, and it's like, you know, it's all right, buddy. You know, you you got this. Yeah. You're going to be okay. And Foggy just his head's just not in the right place yeah. right now. He offers Matt a job. We, we we
1: remember last episode we were talking about how Matt has been uh, looking for work. And um, he offers uh, Matt a job to be his special counsel Mm -hmm. and help him through this trying time when he needs... He basically needs someone to keep his head on straight because he's getting confused. There's these series of uh, what he thinks are disparaging ads put out by Blake Tower that are calling him a clown and Mm -hmm. making him look like he's a comedic relief. But there's also um, this weird storyline of these uh, news... Broadcast coming through that are, are, are kind of confused, everyone, so everyone's a bit unsure of what. Yeah, nobody are. knows
0: what's going on. No, no, they and
1: they kind of drag it on. It's nice that they drag it yeah. on for as long as they do because it's kind of percolating away in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so Matt, you know, he hears the offer from Foggy, and he decides, you know what, I need to think about this. So, yeah. So he tells Foggy, give me, give me a day. You He's know, trying to
1: get Foggy to up the. the <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. He's playing him. <laughs> he goes, you know, l- let me think about it for yeah. a moment, and i and I'll get back to you. So Matt ends up, you know, heading home.
1: He basically just says, uh, "Let he, me think about it," but it's so that he can get some sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. He hasn't slept
0: in a long time. Yeah. So, so he goes home and uh, gets into some fabulous pajamas. They're lovely. They are lovely pajamas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wonder, you know, what's so funny? He's blind, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So is he like just at the store looking at all the different pajamas and be like, you know what? I think I'm going to look good in these ones. Mm. I don't know.
1: But have established <laughs> that he can feel color at this stage very slightly. Yeah from the different temperatures that
0: it gives But them. could you imagine if, if you're <laughs> shopping near Matt Murdock and you see this blind guy just rubbing it and they're like, oh, can I help you, sir? <laughs> like, no, I'm just feeling the color with my fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but whilst he's doing that, he
1: hears the, over the radio, he hears the story about a break-in at in, in the bank at Wall Street where nothing was taken. And yeah. it, it tweaks, it's, well, he's, he actually says, uh, it sounds like I can't do anything, so I'm just going to go to sleep. But then just outside, um, Cram
0: cram, 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 We have a lot of vroom. Yeah, a lot things. of vroom. And torpedo flies through a police car. <laughs> yeah. Once again, it's your perception of villainy. Yeah. Um, Daredevil looks out his window. Uh, mm-hmm. Once again, you know, I don't know what he's trying to see. He can't see anything. But he looks out his window to see what, uh, or to hear, to mm-hmm. visualize, to radar sense, what's going stands, on yeah. out there. And he sees two police officers that are firing at the torpedo. Yeah. And uh, so... He decides to do a quick change into his Daredevil outfit, but then something unex- um, unexpected happens. Yeah, he's interrupted by a girl. A girl who yeah. just walks in through the front door saying, mm-hmm. Frankie, Frankie, anybody there, Frankie?
1: Yeah, this is a, a new character. This is uh Heather, Heather Glenn. Yes. Um, and she is, she just, she, her boyfriend used to live in the apartment. She had a spare key. She was just coming by to see him and basically just talks about how he's not that nice of a person anyway. So yeah. Um, and then she's like, Oh, you're handsome. Um, she's
0: a little on the flirtatious she's side. Very not fl- she comes lie, on guys. heavily.
1: Yeah. Um, and she says, at first she says, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I saw the glasses, but um, I apologize. Cause she was saying, can't you see who I am? And, and um, he, Matt's, Nice enough to her, she he gives he, him a peck Yeah, on the cheek.
0: He, he flirts a little bit back, even though you yeah. know he should be more focused on getting her out of there so, yeah, so he can become dead. He takes his see, time <laughs> or to go check on the crime. The cops are probably dead by so, now, so yeah. Uh, so you know, she he ends up convincing her to leave. She gives him a kiss on the cheek, mm-hmm. you know, there you go, and then uh, you know, she. Backs out and closes the door, and then yep. Matt quickly changes back into his daredevil outfit and jumps out to go um, see what happens. And the cops are like, uh, "Yeah, some clown in a costume came smashing through here, and he almost hit us if we hadn't jumped out of the way in time." Yep. So Daredevil's like, "Okay, fine." So he goes looking around Does and I find him. Um... Quickly finds a torpedo, even though the, tor- the torpedo is supposed to be super fast. He finds him right away, <laughs> and does he's this. Pretty loud. That's it. okay. That's true. Yeah, he can follow with his uh, with his radar sense, and he ends up jumping on the torpedo Jumps on his back. <laughs> yeah, to catch him, mm-hmm. and uh, so he's hanging on for dear life, and ends up you know just avoiding. He's kind of running stuff, in like a and, and hits in a trash can, code, so, so. and and you know, and and swings around a light pole, mm-hmm. and ultimately, what ends up happening is is uh, Daredevil gets thrown off and then the torpedo decides gets into attack mode and Daredevil jumps out of the way just in time and the torpedo goes through the wall that's behind him which is in some type of like modern art museum
1: yeah it's like it's there's a lot of really um,
0: angular sculptures around there so. yeah um, oh, and, and um, we we see here in a blurb that we find out that the first torpedo was back at issue 59. 59, there you go, yep. Yeah.
1: Um, and whilst they're fighting, uh, Daredevil grabs hold of the torpedo's wrists and finds out that they get super hot from the jet. So I, this guy's hands, what, what are they made of? <laughs> I know, that's what I mean. <laughs> I think they're fake hands. So I'm going to go with okay. fake hands. They're like... <laughs> He's, he's from the elbow down is just. I think what it
0: is is those little he he has, he has these, a little turbine he thing. has these turbine um, engine bracelets yeah I guess and I think <laughs> they must like shoot out some type of like energy that forms like a cocoon yeah, guess around his hands. There's always that going on in a Marvel universe yeah. Unstable he's got cocoon hands or cocoon hands yeah.
1: <laughs> um so he's he's fine and while this is going on this is we we discover that this that this is actually the foyer to the building that, that Brock. Uh, is it Brock or Brooke? Like Brock. It
0: is Brock, Brock. Brock Jones.
1: That Brock is working in. And he's up there working late because he it takes him a long time to file paperwork, we discover. He's, not, he's yeah. a little slow and he has a lot of work to catch up he's on. He's been hitting the head a lot
0: back like in football. So. Yeah.
1: Um. So he's up there and he feels the building start to rock. And he thinks there's an earthquake. And uh, he says, this is crazy. i got to get out of here. Uh, he goes down to see what the night watchman is uh up to wh- whether or not he knows what's going on, and he comes down. And whilst he's coming down, you see Daredevil and Torpedo are still fighting. Daredevil is basically the Torpedo is saying to him, I have, I have a mission to complete, you have to get out of my way and let me complete this. And Daredevil's like, No, nah, I'm just gonna fight you until you tell me what's going on. Yeah,
0: Daredevil doesn't want to listen.
1: No, he's th- these two issues are all about how Daredevil doesn't want to listen, about exactly. how he's kind of pig headed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whilst he uh, Torpedo kind of slaps him and he starts to build up the energy around his hand, he's building up like a super jet punch. And he says, "I'm sorry, but you kind of forced me to do this." Torpedo says, "I'm sorry, you
0: have kind of forced yeah. me to do this. I've got to punch you your yeah. head completely off because yeah. we, we can see that he can punch through yeah. bank vault doors." So and at that moment, and, and right behind Daredevil is some elevators, mm-hmm. and at that moment, the elevator doors open, and Brock Jones starts to come out. Yeah, Daredevil moves out of the way of the punch, and the punch is going directly towards Brock, but mm-hmm. the torpedo realizes, "Oh crap! I was an innocent, yeah, there's this innocent bystander that just happened to you know pop up." So so he moves out of the, or he kind of just repositions his punch at the last moment and ends up hitting the wall. Mm-hmm. And this is such a powerful punch yeah. that literally the whole building just starts to fall yeah. and collapse on everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and and it turns out Daredevil and Brock are fine.
1: Daredevil and Brock are fine. The torpedo is not so fine, c- completely crushed. And um, <clears throat> Brock goes to help him, and as he's about to lift him out of the rubble. Um, the guy says, you know, we, we don't find out his name just yet. He says, my chest is completely crushed, but listen, I've got to tell you something. You got to listen. You got to complete why I begun It's very important. And then, we don't find out what he says. Yeah, a moment passes, a moment and, passes. Then, and
0: then the torpedo dies. The torpedo's dead. And Second we, torpedo to be killed Yeah, and, and Daredevil. Yeah, but, but Daredevil didn't kill him this time. No. He killed himself. Yeah. So then uh, we find out Brock um, has a little thought, and he says, you know what, I promised that I'd help him. I'd swore that I would do what he asked me to do. Uh-huh. So he does so, the sensible thing. Yeah. I'm going pulls to help him, him out of the rubble mm-hmm. and
1: undresses him <laughs> <laughs> and then gets dressed up into the torpedoes yeah. costume,
0: which is a weird move, right? It must have been like, now, now, yeah, been some at this point. The cops show up simultaneously to Daredevil waking up and getting digging himself out of the rubble. Yeah, how Daredevil survived or and Brock, I have no idea. This is literally guys, a whole building like fell on top of these guys. Yeah, so Daredevil, you know, he breaks through the rubble and uh, as the cops show up and he sees the dead man, which is the original torpedo yep. being uh, on the ground and standing next to him is Brock dressed in the torpedo outfit. But daredevil didn't see the whole changeover, doesn't know what's going on. So and the of course issue he
1: can't see the, dis- the discerning features. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Cause one had blonde hair and and one has gray hair. We mm-hmm. find out the torpedo had gray hair. So anyways, so, uh, what he basically
1: up... says to the policeman, arrest, that? yeah, ar-
0: arrest this guy. He points at him and, uh, and torpe- the new torpedo, which is Brock, is like, hey, wait, what's going on? No, no, yeah. no, guys, it's me.
1: It says, arrest this man. He, kill- he killed that man. Kill him. Arrest! He killed that man. Arrest him. He goes, no, I didn't. And that's how it ends. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> and, right. Uh, and then they say in the next issue, we're going to see the Battle of the Century. I think that is a tad hyperbolist. But we are... We're, uh, <laughs> it's a big battle. It, it is. It is a big battle. It's a big, small battle. Yeah. It's um, November in 1975 um very cold in england in 1975 i remember it was this time of year. anyway um <laughs> 127 <laughs> issue 127 we go straight into it um uh, i like the cover the cover's really cool we yeah. see dead devil and torpedo fighting while a, a family cowers yeah and
0: underneath underneath but um and what's funny i don't know if you noticed or not in the cover the torpedo has gray hair he does
1: I did not notice that. Yeah, Look see, at this. Yeah, he's
0: got gray hair, not the ah, blonde he hair he's supposed Sneaky. to. Yeah, they're trying Someone to... Someone didn't get the color in the...
1: No, all they um, Yeah. So, we open where we left off. Daredevil's saying, arrest that man. And Brock Torpedo says...
0: He, he basically explains what he we says, says, are... He hang on, everyone. He, slow he, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He explains what we went over, um, what happened in the last issue. Yeah. And, um, he's,
1: and, and Daredevil says, you know, there's a couple of things Daredevil goes through. He says, I can't see the color of his hair, so I don't know if he's telling the truth there, mm-hmm. which is... Weird because you know the policeman can, and
0: it's kind of like a why would you lie about that? Yeah, and I don't even think the policeman ever got a good look at him because he was no. going so fast through, yeah, you know, that's true. Torpedoing around,
1: um, and then also because the jet engines on his ankles and, and wrists, Daredevil can't hear his heartbeat, so he doesn't know if he's lying or not. So, um, he's kind of he has to make a decision, and his deci- decision is basically, I should probably just hit this guy rather than I should get into a fight with this guy and, and hit first and get answers later um but a torpedo the new torpedo brock basically just knocks him out punches him completely out <laughs> and by the time he comes around um foggy is there foggy's there complaining about superheroes being destructive I know. <laughs>
0: and, and, and daredevil's like you know what i've had no sleep i don't care yeah, about this i've had it with it is you know what forget about it and he's actually kind of rude to foggy which is. is you know which is surprising but at the same time you know what good for daredevil yeah he says <laughs> <You> no <know? laughs> nope,
1: i'm done see he uh, throws his billy club at <laughs> this the is ridiculous the yeah
0: and swings off and says, uh, "Just go calm down." You mentioned somewhat. this earlier, but this is a key point. These two issues, and I think Marvel Wolfman did a great job of this. Mm-hmm. These two issues really kind of dive into something different with uh, Daredevil that we haven't really covered too much. How the superhero ness, because in the past, um, he he the the superhero life is the is is the fir- is the thing that comes first to matt mm-hmm. I, his his alter ego is matt murdock it's not daredevil yeah daredevil is the number 1 and that's yeah. w- and, and, but these two issues they really dive into how he he starts to realize that you know what maybe i'm maybe this suit is actually kind of taking over yeah maybe this daredevil persona is not exactly you know the the right thing or the way i should be you know acting and everything so it, it, it's it's kind of cool you know yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah um he swings back home comes in and finds heather back in the, the house. yeah
0: so she just let herself in she's let watching tv she's wearing a nice sexy little dress and it's like you know what okay i see what heather's going for here yeah and then Taking she, uh, advantage of a blind man.
1: She is. She's watching one of the, the uh, ads, the ad campaign. That oh, yeah. Fo- uh, Foggy, Foggy getting, getting pied. pied. <laughs> um, and then uh, she says something about her ex-boyfriend. Frankie was his name. Yeah. Uh, as, as Luckily for her, she says he got married, so I'm glad that I got rid of <laughs> <Yeah>. that creep. <laughs> yeah. um, so now I'm free for so you. So now I'm free. And then she says, you're not married, are you? And uh, he says, I'm not. And then the phone rings, and it is Foggy.
0: Foggy sand. "You have to
1: come over."
0: And, and, and it's just a great two panels because when the when the phone rings, uh, like she, we see a silhouette of them making out. Yeah. Like she literally, you know, she oh, doesn't. Yeah. She just pulls him in and starts making out. And then when Matt answers the phone, his collars all messed up, his ties messed his up, his glasses, glasses are, are all askew. <laughs> it's like, and he's talking to Foggy on the phone, and Matt's like, "Heather, stop it!" It's yeah, like I'm trying to talk on the go phone. Go away. What?
1: what are the, no, not you. Foggy. And
0: the best part about it is, is, this whole conversation he has with Foggy. Foggy never even mentions, "Hey, is there somebody there with you, or what's going on?" Mm-hmm. So you must wonder. Maybe Matt is kind of a playboy. Maybe Foggy's used Foggy, to. Yeah, uh, well, he
1: was with him in college when he yeah. was working his way through. He's various used women.
0: to Matt's erratic uh, mm-hmm. behavior with the ladies, I guess. <laughs>
1: uh and then he says he mentions he hasn't slept for 25 hours the whole this is another part of the build up which is like he's sleep deprived which is another thing they throw in every now and then we're dead always like yeah. i'm so tired i'm gonna make a mistake soon keep watching me um and he says you know i've got to go and she says well i'll be here when you get back um and we cut to brock who seems to be in his office even though it was destroyed which i'm very confused by but
0: Yeah, that's... uh,
1: Maybe it was only part of the building and not Brock's office. Okay, maybe maybe so. (laughs) Brock's there and he sees Daredevil swing by and he's like, that guy, oh, I hate that guy. I'm going to be a hero again. I'm going to do what the first torpedo was trying to do. I'm going to fix things. It's going to be great, I promised him. And he's able to fly from, I don't know where Westchester is, but I'm guessing it's far away because they make a a point about it being very out from uh, Manhattan. But he's able to fly there in like five minutes, using at uh, uh, four feet high, right <laughs> off the ground. It's <laughs> the best suit ever. Yeah, you can get all the way off the ground, four feet. Um, and then he flies into another building. We see him fly into a mansion, and basically, it's a great. I love that that the series of panels where it's it's four panels, and it just shows him slowly flying towards the building,
0: right. and then he <laughs> crashes into crashes in. Man, the torpedo! Man, he needs to learn how to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like You needs to learn how to stop ahead there of time no and try, breaks, and try the door. <laughs>
1: um, then we cut back to the, uh, the supercomputer. Foggy's with the... Do you yeah. remember the supercomputer? The,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Armstrong. Uh, it was the computer that, yeah. that uh, w- we saw in the Copperhead two-story line, mm-hmm. which was great, yeah. where this computer helps predict... Um, who commits crimes? Yeah, the red a, herring computer. Yeah, that yeah, I completely you, missed. <laughs> you put in the details of the crime, mm-hmm. and and based off of pe- people's, uh, I guess their their records or criminal records, it it pulls who you know who the most likely um, culprits are.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um and we lo- and it's also it's Armstrong Smith. I didn't realize because in the last issue or the last uh, couple of issues. I thought it only said Dr Armstrong but apparently his name's Armstrong Smith um, and I did a little reading up on on the supercomputer it doesn't do much it's it's in this for a little bit but then it bounces over to Spider-Man and becomes okay a, and it is it becomes it achieves sentience mm-hmm. and uh, murders someone and uh, Spider-Man is sent on a goose chase to try and find out who the computer murdered Thinking that the, the computer gives information of all these people, and he's investigating those when it was actually the computer. So um, it doesn't stick around for long. But it is. Yeah. It it was. It it's kind of like a weird. Marvel Wolfman has a lot of um, story breadcrumbs that are dropped into his issues, and some of them go somewhere. Some of them go absolutely nowhere. <laughs> um, I think we cover one of the ones that go nowhere, or we covered one of the ones that go nowhere. I can't remember where, if it's coming up or not. Um, but yeah, it, there's a lot of things that he does that are, you know, that are leading somewhere like the, the, the news stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he even says, you know, come back in two months and find out what I'm talking about at, at one stage. Um, but there's stuff like this, which just, if you were just reading these, you'd have no idea what was going <laughs> on, why he's right. even bringing it up. Yeah, no. Um, the supercomputer and Matt once again says, you know, it's, it's not a great idea, but, um, um, while that's going on, they hear over the, the radio that the torpedo has struck again in Westchester and the cops have been, the the local police have been ordered to go and, or asked to go and help because Westchester isn't, uh, the Westchester police don't have the facilities to, um, yeah, so to deal with supervillains. We learned that, um, I think Iron Man or Stark Industries has been providing... Special
0: units to right. work with with uh, super powered villains. And so Foggy tells Matt, you know, I better go with the cops and help them yeah. out. So, um, so Matt's like, yes, this yes. is great. Excellent. So uh, he, you know, he goes into the locker room, changes into his uh, what, uh, what are the what are the um, what are the outfits called that are one? They're like uh, the the stretchy the onesie uh, the the onesies. He keeps calling it a union suit. Yeah, but what is what is it? It's called a. Um, Uh, Iron Man calls it... Spandex? No, not spandex. I'm thinking of the name.
1: Underoos.
0: Underoos. Yeah, that's Underoos, yeah. Uh, Iron Man back in Civil War. uh, Uh, That was in Mm -hmm. the movie, yeah. Underoos. So so he changes into his Underoos. His
1: union suit. Yes. Because I think I was going to do a count of how many times he refers to union suits, Marv Wolfman, (laughs) uh, or Daredevil through Marv Wolfman. And it got up to about six or seven in one issue, I think. <laughs> um, so he swings through town, and he basically says, you know, I'm going to get there quicker than um, the cops ever will because of traffic. So uh, I'm off to Westchester.
0: Fif- yeah, it, fi- it took him 15, minutes, 15 to to, minutes to get to
1: Westchester. Not bad for a swinging single. Yeah. And uh, he gets to Westchester to the mansion that the torpedo flew through. Um, and it mentions, it briefly mentions a little aside, we, we're introduced to the family that are on the cover, who um, it says, you know, Westchester is a wealthy neighborhood, but there are some smaller suburban places. There's some middle-class families that live around there, and this is one such middle-class family. And there's a um, a African-American family who are watching uh, Canon or something. They're watching something on TV, and you know, they have a cute little back and forth. There's a, a husband, wife, and a, a young son. Um, And uh, we cut back to Daredevil, and he's going through the damaged uh, mansion. Everything's just like destroyed as he goes through, because I'm sure the the torpedo was just moving through the building, but it's like pillows are destroyed. Mm -hmm. Right. Everything's torn and ripped to shreds. And uh, and then he hears the noise of something behind him
0: growing louder. And he ducks just in time, and he avoids the punch from the torpedo. And then the next few pages are a series. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's a very. Um, it's a pretty. It's a crazy fight. Yeah, because it's very it, back and forth. Yeah, and literally the torpedo with every punch just tears down the walls. Yeah, it's. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like he's, this he's punching building through walls and dist- basically
1: hitting him and, and getting out of the way of, the, of yeah. the blows. Um and Daredevil
0: gets a, he gets a couple really good hits in though. He kicks gets then. yeah, he gets a drop kick to the face, mm-hmm. which is always great. Yeah.
1: Um and then they Daredevil basically says, oh, "We got to get out of here because I'm I don't have enough room to maneuver." And
0: uh Yeah, so so the fight the fight uh it spills out into the streets. It spills into the streets. And then um, they're it, on a, a bus, on top of a bus, going yeah, across a bridge, and yeah. they, and he's kicked off of
1: the bus, and he swings around the bridge. Yeah, what and,
0: started in a, in a fist fight inside of a building where walls were falling down from the punches, uh-huh. turns into a fight in the air as they as Daredevil swings into torpedo flies, mm-hmm. and it ends at that little house that you were talking yeah, about mm-hmm. with that family, mm-hmm. and they crash through the uh, I guess not the window, they actually crash through the door. The, yeah, the, the torpedo. They're fighting outside on the lawn and a torpedo
1: punches through the front door and the family are kind of running whilst these two guys are fighting completely oblivious to everything that's going on around them and they're just throwing punches and this is this is the funny bit is not funny but the whole thing is that the guy the torpedo saying, you have to believe me i was trying to do something good and daredevil was like well i'm not sure if i should believe you i almost believe you you know what I should probably just hit you until I know whether or not I believe you. And that's what the whole fight is pretty much, it's pretty much Daredevil basically saying, I'm gonna hit you first before we go anywhere because you almost convinced me, but now I'm gonna have to hit you a few more times before I know. So it's kind of pig headed and and, you know, they set it up well that that Daredevil's tired while this is going on. So he doesn't look like this is what he always does. But it implies that he's kind of lost sight of what's going on because the fight is going on and on so much with the, the family being in the foreground Whilst these two guys are fighting, and they're just barely avoiding getting killed by by this fight that's going on around them and things hitting around them, and it takes them. Uh, Deadpool falls back into the dad and the kid and the wife,
0: the mother. She, she, screams, she screams enough. She screams enough. She's like, I can't take this anymore, and then that's what stops daredevil and the torpedo from fighting yeah and then they look around and the house has been completely destroyed completely yeah. destroyed everything and then the woman uh, the mom she comes up to daredevil and is like how could you do this what is wrong with you you guys just destroyed our house yeah what are you thinking and then at that moment uh they they both realize you know what you're you're right this is we yeah. need to stop this yeah and then the torpedo leaves daredevil just i guess just kind of lets him go
1: yeah the torpedo says uh this isn't this isn't what i was trying to do here's the stuff that i took you can read it and you can find out if i was telling the truth or lying i don't care anymore i'm leaving and just flies away and daredevil stands there and the police arrive at that point he's just standing there whilst just broken because he's he realizes that he is he is a pig-headed jerk in this story he's destroyed and almost killed this family and uh all because he didn't want to listen to someone. So, we should go over what the papers were. Yeah, the papers. Um, so, is it in this story or is it in the next issue that they mention it?
0: No, because it's. it's uh, there was. Um, I think it, I can't remember. Was it in this one? I think it's in this one because I think it's the torpedo himself
1: that mentions it. Basically, what happened was there was this uh, there was this scientist in. Uh, Was he in Russia? I think so. Yeah, and he had been ordered to... He was basically trying to build uh, super soldier suits similar to the Iron Man armor. Um, And he'd been kind of tricked into doing this, and he built a torpedo suit to escape. He escaped via the uh, Czechoslovakia and left. And then he found out that his family was still making money and selling his designs for the suits, um, and he wanted to destroy all of the, the anything that that would allow them to keep making these suits. Yeah. So that's why he was going flying into banks and taking just paperwork and going to this mansion. He was basically, one he was getting all of the paperwork that he could get, and two he was making sure there was no copies anywhere, and he was destroying the the evidence or the the uh, the records that would allow them to, to make more of these suits. So the torpedo thing was something he quickly whipped together, kind of similar to, um, our Iron Man built the first. Iron Man suit how Tony Stark built the first Iron Man suit he quickly mm-hmm. escaped from right. being made to do something he was a very
0: similar story yeah very similar very yeah. except he didn't die when he punched <clears> the <throat> <a> building <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that takes us to issue 128 which is probably one of the weirdest issues I think I've read so far this one is remember
1: we were just saying about how Marv Wolfman drops a lot of breadcrumbs and some of the stories go somewhere yeah. And some of them go nowhere, and this is one of the ones that kind of does a little bit of both, but yeah. doesn't really
0: do much of either. <laughs> of either. <laughs> if uh, that makes any sense, yeah. yeah. It, it, even the cover alone, it's called the, on the cover. It says "The Stairway to Slaughter," and we see that we have the return of the Death Stalker, which is which is exciting. I like the Death Stalker yeah. a lot, and then we have this weird person that's like in it a purple like he's in a frog suit. suit, yeah, some type of suit, shooting like a laser gun towards mm-hmm. towards. Uh, Daredevil and Deathstalker as they fight on, um, on lights in the sky. Yeah, it says introducing the most startling character in the annals of Marveldom. Yeah,
1: this was a character. What does that they, mean? Well, they were they were hoping to do stuff. Yeah, with this I character. think so,
0: but I don't think it ended up. No, he didn't out. do
1: anything. They didn't do anything yeah. at all. It was something that, that was uh, that was lost in the ideas yeah. of time. Marvel Wolfman writes a really good Deathstalker. I will say that. I yeah, s- I said at the start of this episode, he he has a tendency to overwrite dialogue. It works really well for the death stalker. He mm-hmm. really gets it across well.
0: Oh, I love the first page of this. Uh, yeah, of this issue. So it's fun. I kind of talk. I kind of talked about this when we were covering the last one. Um, Matt is just—he's had it. He's mm. fed up with what Daredevil has. You know what he's become—the yeah. person that he is when he wears that suit, which was really showcased in the last issue when he was fighting and not thinking mm-hmm. about the destruction that they were causing to that family. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> this is what's so funny so daredevil's like i'm done he th- it's it's a splash page of him throwing the, uh, the had enough yeah he's, he's he's throwing the costume on the bed or something and it, it's cool i really like the shot of his of his mask you can mm-hmm. kind of see that it's 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 yeah, it's its, its of, own separate little mask yeah but he he says i'm never going to wear this again yeah forever. yeah and then he literally I think it's four pages four later. pages gets back into it and never references again yeah. that he said he was never going to do it.
1: He never says <laughs> I was forced to do this. Yeah, he um, does say <laughs> there is one good thing where he says that the costumes control my life too long, and that's what you, you were kind of tapping on the idea of like he's alter ego being Matt Murdock rather than the alter ego being Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, we we then get him, he's kind of walking around his brownstone, his new apartment. Which and he
0: is so furious. He's so furious.
1: Bob and we, Brown is
0: great at drawing like, yeah, f-
1: like furious face. Just like, yeah. like Argh. Argh. everything is like, oh, I've had it. And he's, He's, he's basically telling anyone who's nearby what happened because he's, he's probably shouting so loudly. Yeah, um we get a nice little uh, cross section of the uh, of the new brownstone.
0: We yeah. see the
1: the layout his, he has.
0: Yeah, his job. So I guess he took the job. I guess he, he fleeced for, for s- a decent or something because down this famously. is a really nice place. Yeah. We're talking about a gym downstairs. It's three levels, guys. Three mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the phone rings, and it is foggy. He says, I need you to come over here right now. yeah right Uh you got to help me. Uh, 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 Tower. What's his first name again? Blake. 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 Thank Blake. you. Yeah. Blake Tower is on his way over. Uh, he wants to talk about the adverts, and uh, I need someone here because I don't want to lose my temper and look stupid. Um, and just as he's leaving, in a very fetching safari suit, um, <laughs> Heather... <laughs> Heather comes rocking up. Heather. Yeah. She,
0: yeah. She was pulling up in a taxi right when he's down at the bottom of yeah. the stairs um, at his pad. And man, she's just all over mad. Yeah. Boy.
1: She's like, hey, uh, I just wanted to come and hang out and let you know if you wanted to talk. And uh, Matt says, I've got to go somewhere. Um, and she says, well, I've had this idea. She says, I, I've got this idea I want to share with you. Yeah. He goes, okay, uh, I've got to go somewhere. Taxi. And she goes, how did you know there was a taxi coming? <laughs> she's, she's probably the only one who really picks up on all of his, like, every cue. In the past, um, Matt's kind of walked into a building and gone, oh, I better not walk so confidently. I right. better make people think I'm blind. <laughs> Whereas he does things and she's like, hey, how did you do that? How did you do that? What's going on here? Um, while this is going on, the guy on the cover in the what looked like scuba, Diving equipment, right? Uh, climbs into Flushing Meadows <laughs> Park, where the um, it's a the home of the 1964
0: was. to 1965 World's Fair.
1: Yeah, World's Fair. Thank you. I don't know. Yeah. What that and uh, he heads towards the still operating Science Pavilion. Yeah, um, there's a rocket ship there.
0: It, yeah, he's got these suction cups. Yeah. on on his shoes, <laughs> and he walks up top. <laughs> he walks to the top of this rocket. Yeah, we're talking a huge rocket. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, he, yeah. and he it's goes like to the 30, very top. Feet. But but we don't. You know, the story cuts away to a different moment, so we don't know what the heck's going on, really, with this with this this frog, uh, purple frog, dude. Purple frog, dude. Yeah. Who uh, uh,
1: we cut to uh, Manhattan, and we have the Stalker. Yeah, and I
0: love this part. Like you're right. So what the Stalker's doing is, is he's going to all these different museums, mm-hmm. and he's stealing particular mirrors. Yeah. And uh, like like that's all he cares about. And what he's doing is he's making this this gun. Yeah. his weapon and he needs all these different mirrors to make the yeah. shoot uh, like the perfect ray.
1: Yeah, they're they're um Atlantean mirrors or something. Yeah. some some
0: sorcerer from Atlantis. It, it, it it's really kind of neat because you know, you don't see too much of how villains make their weapons. You really don't, you know, like Mr. Yeah. Freeze has his freeze gun. You know, he just figured out how to make yeah. make a freeze gun. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this one. He actually, we understand that he has to get all these specific mirrors from all these different areas, put them together, and build this, uh, this crazy-looking weapon. Yeah. At one point, he takes a mirror that a statue's holding. He gets one from a case. Mm-hmm. Uh, he I ri- some he like rips a... one off of someone's, off of a statue's body. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a uh, a modern art
1: exhibit that he goes in and takes the mirrors, but it's, it's, it's very specific mirrors that he's going for. This is like the, the what I was saying about him being well written. There's a one of the guards says comes up and says, "Stand where you are, Mister," because I want to repay you for that clout you gave me. And Deathstalker says, "Obviously not a strong enough one, fool. You managed to survive." <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah. But he's uh, is a, a fun design character. He like looks
0: him. so cool. I really, I really like the way he yeah. looks. Um,
1: and he uh, he's doing that, and then we cut back to Matt as he's as he's entering Foggy's office, and uh, Heather tagged along. And, uh, they were talking in the, va- uh, the cab about saying, and Matt says, so, you know, I was thinking, I'm thinking about what you were talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but right. that stuff you said in the cab, we should go back. Let's sidebar that because that was really cool. <laughs> that was a really interesting idea. Anyway, we're going to go in and, uh, let's keep it our secret for now. And they, they go in and they find, uh, foggy and I think, uh, yeah, tower canceled. He said right. he couldn't make it. Um, Which makes Foggy even more furious. Yeah, he thinks he's being played by Tower every turn. Yeah. Um, And then he says, okay, well, there's been some robberies, and um, they're talking about it being some phantom character that keeps disappearing and reappearing, which gets uh,
0: the daredevil senses tingling yeah and oh, it's so heads. funny because this whole time heather's just kind of hanging out there while matt mm-hmm. and foggy talk
1: just holding and, on
0: to him yeah <laughs> and foggy doesn't say anything it's no, like, he's fo- never like fo- oh hi who are you <laughs> that's why i feel like matt must always have women yeah. on his arms
1: <laughs> unless she's invisible and it's all in his anyway <clears throat> um the teletype comes up and says there's been another uh, flushing meadows Did someone tripped the alarm at the science thing And Foggy's like, do you think this is the guy, the phantom guy that keeps disappearing and reappearing? Um, Doesn't he reference some, is it the shadow? Yeah, he he mentions the shadow, which is funny because he says, uh, sounds like the shadow. And Matt says, no, uh, thinks to himself, that's the description only fits one person I know. Yeah. Deathstalker. Even though he just said it sounds like the shadow, which made you think there might be a few. So
0: so we have this moment where Matt realizes he needs to get out of there and he has to go to where that alarm was Mm -hmm. tripped. So he tells Heather, look, he even calls her little lady look little lady <laughs> i do want to be with i i do like your plan but right now i need to be alone not another word shh, 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 yeah he, puts, on he a literally he, he literally finger on her lips and is like just just stay here and let me go my separate way or let me go you know let me leave here i got something i have to do and she's like okay whatever you want Matt. Uh-huh. so he changes into his daredevil outfit and he's you know he, he jumps a ride on on a, a streetcar
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh um, as he travels to where the alarm was tripped, we cut back to the science fair where the science fair was. Yeah. to the frogman. to the frog, man, frog man. who is on top of the, uh, the rocket. Mm-hmm. And he, he's got this weird, this, I guess this laser gun yep. that he shoots up into the sky that creates some there's like an atomic symbol. L- yeah. Yeah. A big atomic, uh, symbol appears. It makes a big explosion noise yeah. as well. Uh,
1: Matt hears it, he's, he's coming by. But he's, he's basically talking about how um, he's ready. He, he, this is this character is so half-thought-out and just confusing at every level because he's basically saying, I'm going to go home now. I've, I've been waiting long enough. I've been here for 6,000 years, and I'm going to travel back to the stars, to my home. Even though I'm from Earth, I came back to... And it, like everything he says kind of contradicts the next thing he says and the previous thing he says. And, and then he just says...
0: Staron is ready for his journey home. And yeah. then you have the explosion and- Matt sees it and right. uh, uh, and, and I believe um, Deathstalker senses it or, or hears Talker, it as well. Yeah. Because he's, um, he's at the science pavilion still. Uh-huh. Or no, he's just made his way to the science pavilion- uh, To get pavilion the last glass. To get the last glass which comes mm-hmm. off of a magnifying glass. I really like how he's going around collecting all yeah. these glasses. I think it's neat.
1: And then he senses that Daredevil is nearby. He actually senses him and says, ah, uh-huh, okay. Um, I better. I, I didn't set off any of those alarms, so I don't know how he knew I was here. But my device is ready. Um, then we cut back to the frogman, and he's creating <laughs> yeah. light stairs, light stairs, yeah, a yeah. stairway to heaven, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's starting to walk up into the. It's st- like what was home. that?
0: What was that movie? Was it the Dark Crystal? No, the. What is the other one that's like the dark crystal? The one where it's kind of like this, isn't it? Where they make us. The labyrinth. Does the labyrinth have. I don't know. It kind of remi- I, reminded I can't, me of I can't uh, remember.
1: Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, where he walks across that weird. Oh, okay. Painted yeah. bridge thing. But he's just walking up into the sky, and Daredevil arrives, and he's like, That's weird. That's
0: weird. I but, uh, that uh, but, but I better you know just leave that alone right now because I, I know the desk Talkers yeah. here.
1: And then suddenly, pew. pew death yes, so uses his down.
0: mirror gun mm-hmm. and uh now what was the point of the mirror gun what was he trying to uh
1: it's something that's it's, it's so like powerful a, that it yeah, destroyed atlantis and exactly like, i want to be able it's to, just
0: super powerful yeah. he says something about how like um um it'll scatter and shatter your bones yeah if i shoot you with this gun yeah. so
1: and he takes a shot at dead and dead will realize the ground underneath was just like ripped open and he's like wow this thing is powerful yeah. i've got a I've got to pay attention to what I'm doing. I've got to stop goofing around and and looking at people walking in the sky and pay attention to
0: Deathstalker. So what's great is so Daredevil, you know, he does some acrobatic dodges and Mm -hmm. stuff to get out of the way of the gun. Yeah, And then, you know, he ends up trying to do the whole diving and tackle um, Deathstalker. But of course, Deathstalker moves out of the way. Um, and then Daredevil, it's as great as Daredevil's surprise. What? How'd this happen? Oh, yeah, he pulled the disappearing act on that me again. That thing.
1: And Deathstalk is now
0: up on the, the light stairway. Yeah, he's up on the light stairway. So. And so the fight now goes up into the air, yep. up towards space, mm-hmm. and they're fighting each other on these stairs while that purple frog man just, uh, it's just them ignoring and him and just it's well he, i think he's watching and everything every now and
1: then he looks back but he's yeah. basically creating new stairs and stepping
0: higher and just higher to keep into, yeah getting higher up yeah. to uh his home planet now uh
1: matt is dead uh, daredevil sorry is is kind of trying to avoid deathstalker's touch and the ray gun and connect with him but keeps passing through him and almost falling down because there's nothing beneath him except for the rocket so he has to it's like a like a uh, a pat- platform video game where he keeps yeah. kind of getting sent down <laughs> to the previous level because he <laughs> keeps dropping and having to make his way. And eventually, he re- you know, he remembers that you can't do much. You have to stay physical in order to do stuff. Um, so he gets a kick in and the kick is enough to send the the mirror gun smash into the ground and it's destroyed. Yeah. Um, and then he knocks Deathstalker into uh, the frog man <laughs> who touches him and he just zaps he him he just disappears Just dis- disappears and he says he's gone that's weird it didn't seem like he teleported himself
0: and um- and then we had this moment at the very end of the issue where Daredevil, Daredevil swings back down to the ground he sees that the mirror gun is indeed destroyed so he doesn't need to worry about it Yeah. and then uh, Daredevil goes uh, but he's gone he vanished and then this frog person way up in the sky uh. says no my blind friend he's not gone so though I fear you may not have seen the last of me Huh, this is surprising. So this creature knows that Daredevil is blind. This guy's super powerful.
1: The uh, Skywalker, I think, doesn't he call him Skywalker at some point?
0: He does, yeah, he yeah, just get called Skywalker. Yeah. But, so this Skywalker knows that Daredevil's blind. He
1: knows a lot and he's a, he's a superpower cosmic being that never comes back.
0: <laughs> well, he does make one more appearance. He does? Yeah, I think so.
1: Oh, I don't remember seeing him ever again.
0: I thought he made an appearance in one of these next couple
1: issues. I don't think so. I think, uh, are you thinking of the Matador? Oh, well, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because we jumped oh, yes. straight into the next issue, yes, which is the return oh, of everyone's favorite, uh, The Man Bull, the, Bust Loose.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, now, first off, <laughs> 129. 129. Really big fan of this issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I really like This is my second favorite um, thus far of the Marv Wolfman stuff mm-hmm. that, that uh, we've covered. This is my second favorite, the, the um, copper... Um, the Copperhead. Ones. Copperhead was definitely mm-hmm. my favorite. I love that two part. But this one was great be- for two reasons. Number one being um, we get to see Matt in action and he actually does some lawyering mm-hmm. like he yeah. actually does. And we, you know, he's going against Foggy. He's defending the man ball yeah. saying that the man ball is-, is guilty of murder. But it's not first-degree murder. It's not premeditated. What exactly. happened was he
1: robbed a uh, jewelry store in San uh-huh. Francisco. Is that
0: right, or is it right? Service? And then the, a guy saw saw a bull, got scared, kind of collapsed, yeah. survived. Had and a heart attack or something. A few something. weeks later, he died. It was actually six months later. Six months. Wow. Yeah, he ended up dying. That's a hell of a premeditation. And then they, and then they say it was premeditated. And um, <laughs> they're trying to get him on first degree murder. So they're so, trying so to get he, him on manslaughter. Exactly. So that way, it's, 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 it's life in prison versus the death penalty. Yes. And so, so Man uh, is literally like on the witness stand.
1: He's in the dock, um, completely
0: chained completely up. Completely chained up. Just angry, just and, breaking and, things. <laughs> and Matt is is so passionate here. And he is, you know, like he yeah. looks angry. And he's telling this whole story that Jamie just went over and and why he believes that he shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be pre-mended uh, um excuse me, premeditated uh uh, murder. It, it was accidental murder. Uh, well, a- anyway, so the jury recesses. They come back and they uh, they decide that, no, it was premeditated and that um, it is first degree. Yeah, he's guilty. He's guilty. And we have a great shot of the man ball just saying, no. Yeah. And, and he, he says uh, he
1: feels like he was tricked by Matt. Matt had got it into his head that he could defend him, that he was worthy of his day in court. And it kind of, you know, it plays on the idea that he... It's the whole thing of the Mamble where he thinks people think that he's this m- terrible brute mm-hmm. and never, ever believe him, always think that he's a monster because he looks like a monster. Right. And uh, so he, he was kind of talked into going against that. And Matt just it, it, he he gets found guilty. You, and Matt says, "Okay, you know, Matt. Matt knows he's done wrong, but Manbull goes crazy and yeah, and he breaks through.
0: So, uh, so I re- so the two things I like about this issue, that was one of them, mm-hmm. being that Matt actually got to do some lawyering, which is yeah. really fun. But the second thing was I really liked how they evolved the Manbull character. Yeah, and originally he was kind of this angry guy that." Uh, you know he, he was he was never smart mm-hmm. but he was aggressive and he always wanted something yeah um here it's like he just wants to be left alone yeah and it's actually kind of sad mm-hmm. because he feels like kind of like you mentioned nobody you know understands him nobody's willing to give him a second chance because he looks like how he looks Yeah. and but he realizes how stupid he is which is awesome i love the fact that he's like you know what i'm not smart i don't know how to do this yeah. and i hate it i trusted matt and obviously didn't work out so what am i supposed to do now yeah. and you know as this, as this issue you know continues and evolves we find out you know what the, the plan happens um, in order for him to you know figure out how to save his life or, or how to you know leave how to this get all away behind, basically how to get, how to get, get away but it was just such a cool character a character adaptation yeah. and, and and i it kind of reminded me a little bit of the ox yeah. A little bit, yeah. You know?
1: I've had it with this human world. It's kind of like the yeah, the, 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 like
0: Killer Croc too. It's yeah. it's the same thing. I like these kind of tortured characters. Mm-hmm. But um, Man Bull, like he literally doesn't care about the money, doesn't care about anything. No, he, he just, just wants away. to be left alone, and he needs to figure out how to do that. Yeah. So after he breaks out of the. Um, the courtroom. Yeah. He, he literally just goes, smashes he his smashes way through. through everything. Yeah, hits a bus, like <laughs> crashes it in half, and then leaves. So we cut to Foggy Nelson's um, office. Yep, and uh, he's you know he's having he's having he feels bad because he, he realizes you know what I was pretty hard on Matt. We were going against each other. You know I was prosecuting. He was defending the man. Bull. You know I feel like I should call him and you know apologize and you know we're friends above anything. He was just doing his mm-hmm. job. But then somebody actually kind of comes in unannounced. Someone
1: arrives, yeah. So he gets a a buzz from his secretary, and he has a... uh, 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 Blake Tower is here to visit him. Um, And he walks in, and he's charming and suave and friendly, and he says, you know, I have no idea who's been doing these ads. I would never run a dirty campaign. I just want everything to be fair, and I just wanted to let you know that we can work together to try and find out who it is, and if you think that it is me, I'll pull out whatever you want to do. You know, I'm here to make sure that things are okay and are good between us anyway i better get going and foggy likes him foggy's yeah i know completely one and charmed by him i was like ah, oh, i didn't expect that
0: yeah and uh, then we cut to matt and uh, heather watching tv heather. and it's so funny how heather's just kind of leaning on his shoulder like mm-hmm. boy he's just completely accepted the fact that heather has just thrown herself on him and you know well, I guess I got a girlfriend now. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> That's and how it is. He's brooding about fo- uh, him and Foggy going up against each other. And what but, is But going you know on?
0: what? I would think Matt would love this because think about Karen. Think about Black Widow. He tried to get these girls. He tried, but he couldn't win them over because of problems that he was having with himself. Mm-hmm. With Karen, you know, he cared more about being Daredevil. He couldn't leave that behind. Yeah. With Black Widow, he couldn't. Tr- you know, he couldn't be with a strong woman. He he had to have somebody he could protect. And yeah. and and he was driving her away with. Heather, it's like he doesn't have to do a single thing, and she just yeah. keeps throwing herself <laughs> onto him. It's perfect. This yeah. is exactly what he wanted. It's and great. she's constantly saying, "I
1: don't care about. We don't need to talk about stuff. You know, if yeah. you don't want to talk, you don't have to. Let's just do, sit here
0: and make out." Yeah.
1: Um, while this is going on, this random newscast kicks in, and it talks yeah. about how um, the the Kennedy brothers um, are alive. Are alive. They've yeah. been alive forever, and they were doubles in the White House. Um, yeah. So. Uh, John and Robert are both alive and we're going to find out more
0: soon. And yeah. then that's it. That's yeah. But I think the whole idea with this is going to tie into uh well, anyways, I'll talk about it.
1: But, yeah. It yeah. comes, it, it, we, we do it later. You know, yeah. this is time. It, 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 links nicely to the fake ads mm-hmm. that
0: the, um, so anyway, so, ma- so, from. uh, see, he does make an appearance right here.
1: Oh, there he is. The yeah. floaty guy. The floaty oh, yeah. guy. Anyways,
0: so, so, so the man, bull, Skywalker, the Skywalker. <laughs> so it was just Matt thinking about Skywalker. Yeah. So, um, we man, get this
1: terrible Mamble's walking down by the docks and we get yeah. this terrible like over-the-top Spanish accent. It's, stranger. So it's here, Come, it, come it,
0: here, Mr. Yeah. Let's let's read a little bit, Jamie. What do you think? Let's okay. do a little reading here. Where it goes. Um Amigo, you will not have to be so smart if you listen to me.
1: Yeah. And this is this is <laughs> this is the spelling. This isn't us like putting yeah. this on. It's all very long vowels. It's and ah, then- <laughs> mi amigo, here yeah, I am. But it is more important that we will listen, listen to, to what, what I, I say.
0: If you want to be safe, you will follow me. Comprende, amigo?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and all we see at the moment is we see we hear this voice and we see a, a finger. A finger like, <laughs> come, click, come click, here. Yeah, it's very here. Uh, Looney Tunes, this whole <laughs> sequence. Come here and I'll show you, amigo. And then we get to, they're in uh, like a, a shack on the waterfront. And we yeah. see Mamble sitting there
0: whilst this shadowy figure who we still don't know who he yeah, is. Yeah, and Manbull gives us, I mean, it's this great little moment. I really do like this. I know yeah. we were just kind of joking around with the dialogue, but I actually really like this issue. And, and I like how the Manbull is, he continues to reflect on his life yeah. and about how everyone has just been against him. And, you know, he thinks back to that time when Daredevil threw the, uh, the threw an anch- anchor around him and threw him in, and how he got out of that. Uh-huh. And ultimately, what ends up happening is is uh, we, this is the Matador it's we talked matador, about, yeah. um, who is James me and my favorite supervillain. I love the Matador. Yeah, he must be an art yeah. by now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm buying everything Matador. It's all <laughs> Matador. This. So anyways, the Matador comes up with this plan saying, uh, there's something I need you to go do. Yeah, it's the one last job. Yeah, that, do that, this one last job. It'll have a huge payout, and I will split it with you 50-50. And Manbull's thinking, okay, I don't want to do crime anymore, but if mm-hmm. I do this one thing it'll give me my chance to get away and finally be alone i can go buy an island i yeah. can you know so he agrees to do it you know and the Meta is like excellent excellent yeah.
1: <laughs> and then he's like, you know, you're you're a fool. He thinks you're a fool. There's no way I'm going to pay you out. Um, then we see Matt thinking about Skywalker.
0: Yeah. So this was the appearance I it's remembered. The, yeah.
1: Two appearances in yeah. all of Marveldom. Yeah. And uh, then he says, I got to get out. And are you swing positive? You. Did you? Did yeah, you... I did. I did a little research. So on Skywalker nothing. never shows. He up. Never shows up again.
0: I should have asked Marv Wolfman. Dang it.
1: What was your plan with Skywalker? Marv. Yeah. yeah when
0: I worked with him a while back. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
1: Anyway, he swings. Uh, Matt swings by, and there's a there's a, a sniper at the ice rink. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> aren't we in July now? This is so confusing. Yeah. Uh, maybe we've skipped ahead. Maybe it is uh, November, December time. This, uh, this is January. Um, have we gone bimonthly?
0: Has that happened? I don't know, because the other one was November. They didn't talk about. Well, 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 think about this. The election's oh, about to December. happen. Yeah. Elections are always in November, right? Yeah. Is it, well,
1: is it for D? don't know if it's a special yeah. election. Um, so he he swings by and there's a guy that's shooting people at an ice rink. Mm-hmm. And a, a woman has been shot. Her Daredevil goes up and basically beats the guy up and throws him on the ground and says, you know uh gives this weird speech out of nowhere that's talking about how we're supposed to feel sorry for you for being a killer because, you know, emotional problems, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm going <laughs> to knock you out. <laughs> yeah. um, and then goes and says, the woman's going to be okay. And then he shouts at all of the people and says, you know, maybe one of you could phone an ambulance rather than just watching all this. He's being kind of just angry. At this <laughs> yeah. moment It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then we cut to Manbo in Chinatown. Yeah. Oh, and I love the, the uh, these couple of pages are so much fun. Yeah. Manble, you know, just smashing his way. I love how how Bob Brown draws him being so huge. Yeah. He's before, massive. B- before he was not this big. No. Before he was a little bit bigger than a human, but now he is gigantic, twice the size. Twice the height, so yeah. so much thicker and wider. Yeah. He's crashing he's through than the walls. Hulk yeah, this. he really does, and he's picking up people, knocking them out of the way. He doesn't care about bystanders. He's, no, nope. he's just he's just like going to his goal, which is to get this big gigantic gold cow the golden bull of china. Yeah, so he
1: grabs it it's solid I, it's solid gold it's solid and it gold. weighs several tons, so he's the only guy strong enough
0: to And lift and he it. literally picks it up and I love the moment because they show the struggle of him picking it up. He puts it on his shoulders and he's walking it mm-hmm. he's walking it uh, back to the matador and he's got it on his shoulders and he makes comments like, "Man, this thing is so heavy. It's tearing yeah. through my shoulders." Mm-hmm. straining and yep. and um while this is going on, one of the
1: guards uh, puts out a call and says, you've got to get down to Chinatown. There's this guy here, oh, this thing stealing the golden ball. Uh, Dedo overhears it on a police radio broadcast. And uh, he's out, and then he jumps in front of uh, uh, Mamble. And they they have a little moment, and Mamble's like, oh, it's you, mm-hmm. you loudmouth. I'm going to have to take care of you. Okay. And they have a little fight. There's a great fight while they're fighting around. Um, there's a a new year dragon. So whenever this is, because Lunar New Year's February, but the ice rink was there, its issue is January, but we think it might be November. So some time in the Marvel universe <laughs> all this is going on. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the fight's going on, and, and Manbull, uh Daredevil does his usual thing of staying out of the way of Mamble and realizes, you know, he's too strong. So if I just stay away, he gets angry, and he kind of wears himself out eventually. And Mamble I've said this before when he was last here. He's actually smarter than he gives himself credit for because he says, you know, I know what you're going to do. I know you're going to try and stay away from me, but I know your weakness as well, and that is that you're always put yourself in danger to protect other people. So he just starts charging at random so, bystanders, yeah.
0: So he's smarter than he thinks he is. Yeah. He he really is. We also should mention that um that uh one thing in the previous times that we've seen Manbull um, he's been Bull Taurus yeah. as well, but but apparently the doctor is, or, or the serum that the serum. was able to change mm-hmm. him back into being human, it's all gone. Yeah, like it doesn't work. Anymore. It doesn't work anymore. There's no serum, so he's stuck in this man bull. Um, uh, this he's now the creature form. Yeah, so he can't go back to his human form anymore.
1: Yeah, and we have this great sequence where he kind of char- he charges into Daredevil bashes through a wall. Daredevil rides him as well he can to, to avoid being crushed mm-hmm. and has to jump up to a fire escape and he's kind of hanging there and, and yeah. Mamble picks up the golden he, ball of he, China. Yeah, th- this, the heavy, this heavy, heavy, many Heavy, tons. many
0: ton things and he throws it right at Daredevil. Yeah, Do you know how much of an explosion that would be? Oh, it's if you're able to throw something with that much force that weighs that much into that wall, well, anyways, it, of course, destroys the fire escape and, and the, the and the bull and the, the bull is destroyed. And I don't know if gold would break like that because I feel it's like
1: very it's gold soft, is soft. It, it yeah. is soft,
0: but it's super heavy. Yeah, maybe it would. I guess I it would know. break into pieces like that.
1: Yeah, and then there's a great sequence where Dedo was like, "Right, I'm taking you back," and Mamble basically just says, "No,
0: no," and it just, you, you're
1: missing the point. I've had enough of humans. I don't want to be around you anymore. And he slaps him. He gives him a backhander. Yeah, and just knocks him down. He's like, "I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm leaving." And then he goes back to the. I love this, this part. Is, this is our, my favorite page in this issue. Yeah, go and ahead. Possibly Jimmy. for in this this <laughs> whole podcast episode. <laughs> so he basically walks back to the shack where the Matador is waiting. And he comes back in and he's and Matador is like, Where's the ball? He's like, Nah. I've had enough. This is nonsense. I've had enough of you, I had enough of everyone. I'm just I've I'm f- and this is when we found out it's actually the matador. It's the first mm-hmm. time he actually says Matador. And he just grabs him and jumps into the
0: water and they yeah. both sink to the bottom. And yeah. Hopefully he's killed
1: I mean, maybe he's, he's killed, killed the
0: matador. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I really like this issue. I know we kinda of joked around with it, but I That's thought it was great. Fun. It's it's very fun. I really encourage yeah. you guys to read it if you wanna see uh, Matt actually do some lawyering. Yeah, I believe the he had first like three or four pages he did, and I, and I think so far this is issue. What is this twenty nine. nine one twenty nine of the first hundred twenty nine issues? I think this is the first, not not the first, but this is the best example of lawyering yeah. that we've had thus far. Yeah, and I really liked how they they kind of evolved and took the uh, took the manbull character and kind of gave him this like. This new drive. It, yeah. it, it, was, it was really enjoyable. So, yeah. anyway, so now we're going to go to 130. 130. Which is our last issue that we're going to cover today. Uh
1: huh. And this is from February of 1976, yes. I'm guessing now. Um, it's a great cover, one of the yeah. best covers uh, f- of, of Daredevil's history, possibly. Um, I think, I don't think I'm hyperbolizing too much. (laughs) Um, and it's, it's, uh, and from the darkness death, it's Daredevil and he's being choked and, uh, towering over him on a pretty, a black cover is a skeletal figure with a voodoo doll of Daredevil with a noose around its neck. And, um, it's a, it's, you know, this is, this is a fun little throwaway story, but it's a great, great cover. Um, we open with a couple of cops in, are they in Central Park? They're in Central Park, yes. They're in Central Park. And they find some chicken heads that mm-hmm. have been buried. Right. And Daredevil swings by and someone says, look at that clown. We're doing the the, the usual thing of like two people talking about Daredevil as he swings by to introduce him. Look at mm-hmm. that clown swinging by. He doesn't have a care in the world sort of thing.
0: Right. And then we have one of the most creative oh, and crazy fun. and fun <laughs> Splash pages in the history of comic books. Yeah. Not just Daredevil. So, this is a splash page. <laughs> and it's it's one of those, you know, we've talked about this many times where we'll see many drawings of Daredevil on one page mm-hmm. where we see him swinging through the air and, and we'll Loop show him at different depths and stuff. And this is no different. Mm-hmm. He is swinging through. And we've talked about how many times Daredevil's done quick changes. Yeah. And this is actually the first time we have seen a change on a single... On in its entirety on one panel because yeah. before we've done he's changed between panels we've done uh-huh. he's changed between a line between panels yeah. this is the first time we've actually seen him changing all in one panel yeah.
1: we actually see him taking all the Daredevil costume off, off. except for the mask and the it, mask and his little red underpants his little red underpants <laughs> so
0: it's Daredevil swinging from one building to the next doing his acrobatic leaps and yeah. stuff and he literally is undressing himself and he makes a comment where he goes um uh, my only hope is that no one's taking a peek out their second story window right about now i'd hate to be the first swinging superhero to be arrested for indecent exposure Mm -hmm. because he's literally down to his skivvies yeah although (laughs) namo
1: wears less than than him. yeah he's got a mask mask on (laughs) it's
0: just really cool i really this guy's um uh uh issue 130 go to the second page and just check it out because it's 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 pretty creative it's It's good fun
1: and basically where he's swinging he's in a rush because he's going to meet up with heather yeah on the lower east side they've opened what is called the storefront legal services which is a uh, this comes back into um matt's world uh, again and again this idea it's the Him and Foggy and Heather are are there to meet up because Heather's idea, and Matt is going along with it, is to open a legal service Mm -hmm. for people with financial difficulties who can't afford lawyers, and they're they're helping people out who need help.
0: So how are they getting funding?
1: At the moment, I think Heather's father is funding. Oh, okay. I think they mentioned Heather's father. Um, But the idea is that there's like a... they're wealthy enough that they can do it. Foggy's wealthy. Heather's well, it's wealthy. funny because
0: Foggy, was, like um, two issues ago, Foggy was like, I need you to come work for me. Like, yeah. I need you. And yeah. now we find out that Matt is not working for Foggy. Yeah. He's now opened his own storefront legal services. But they, services they fell friendly. out
1: because of they they defended and You really think you. so? There was I think the was, they, oh, okay. they often do that where it's enough. Okay. Um, so they yeah. are, uh, they're opening up. They pop some champagne. They all celebrate and, you know, Foggy's still like, I think I'm going to lose. This is the election. This is election night as well. We yes. find out. Uh, Foggy's worried. He's worried about the election. And uh, then who rushes in? Candace. Candace Nelson. Candy Nelson. Who Bob Brown draws as looking insane, by the way. <laughs> she looked insane. <laughs> she um, just pops in and she's got this wide-eyed goofiness that she's like, Hey, Matt, hi. Ignoring mm-hmm. everyone and starts uh, macking. Macking Matt. Uh, and, we got,
0: and we got Heather Heather just is like, watching, mm. like, um,
1: excuse me, she has a great child? Yeah, I don't think I've been introduced to this child, Matt. And um, they, they have a couple of little, like, back and forth where so it's like, oh, hardly yeah. what you would call a baby, Matt. We can start a month-long debate on that little girl. <laughs> and,
0: and the whole time, Foggy's just watching his sister Foggy's make like, ah, out with uh, Matt. And Foggy's again. like, gosh. <laughs> He's probably <laughs> nice. thinking, how come all the good-looking guys are blind? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We cut to uh, a mother
1: and a child entering Brother Zed's chambers. Brother Zed is the skeletal figure that we saw in the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a good cover you've got to see it and um to- uh, Brother Zed is basically saying you have uh, you you haven't paid and you have upset the gods you need the to- the deaf God is upset, and Brother Zed demands a payment. Brother Zed says you need to pay and um this woman's saying, "We don't have the money. My husband has left, or he died. He's the husband died. We can give you what we can, but we don't have the pay, the the payment." And uh, uh, brother Zed basically says, "You know, the 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 deaf god needs either money or he needs a life, and you have a certain amount of time. Otherwise, you need to do a human sacrifice." And points at the the child. So the mother and the child run out and. Um, They go, they're asking people in the neighborhood if they can help. Um, What does it say where they're from? It's, uh, are they Haitian or? I'm not sure um basically they're, they're talking no one will help her they say that she has a yeah. touch of death about her yeah. the neighborhood is basically rejecting her and she's nervous and she's nervous and she's nervous and then we see it's November 4th so there you go we do have a date November 4th, november 4th um so elections are in November 4th yeah for the november DA. so we are having a DA election in November yeah and Deda was swinging around and yeah the the, the
0: lady's name is uh Jezebel Baka yes that's right yes and her son's name is i think it's Simi mhm Simi and, yeah, her husband had passed away, um, and so she doesn't have, Jebediah was his name, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have any uh, any way to be able to raise the funds to pay. Yeah, we don't know what the money is, but it's some kind of, like, a, a community. E- it's probably the whole, you know, the whole racketeer, the whole, like, Yeah, it's you know, a protection it's thing. It's a protection thing,
1: yeah. Um, and was swinging by, and he senses something going on. He has a listen, then sees three people, and they run, and he swoops down, and he finds some uh, chicken heads being buried, so more chicken heads. Um, and then he's like, Well, not much I can do here, better get back home. I'm gonna go to sleep, and um, we get back, and Foggy is, yeah,
0: oh my goodness, Foggy looks so stressed out, yeah. Bob Brown, I really like the way he draws faces, yeah, he does such a good job, and Claus Johnson as well for inking. But like, it's so we're cutting to Foggy's office, and he's watching the news.
1: Someone has phoned him, and he says, I, I I knew that voice from somewhere. I can't think where, but he told me to put the news on and he puts on the news and there's a, a a news broadcast that's talking about, it goes over all the stuff. It says, you know, the, the stuff about the Kennedy still being alive. Mm -hmm. Um, they were kidnapped sometime in the last 30 years and replaced with an undetectable twin. Um, Congress is going to get some answers and start an investigation. Now, another startling news item live from the campaign headquarters of district attorney, Franklin Nelson, and then Franklin appears on the TV, Foggy. Yeah, and Foggy's like, how could this, how can be, this live? be live? I'm, I'm right, right here. here. And uh, he basically says, I'm not worthy of the yeah, election
0: he's, he's stepping out of the race.
1: And he phones up and says, this is crazy. What's going on? Stop the press conference. I don't care how. How is this getting broadcast? Uh, you tell them I'm not a phony. Uh, uh, that, that phony isn't me. Uh, you tell them that I'm here. But he's kind of just shouting into a phone for no, like nothing's yeah. going to happen at this stage. He, he realizes it's
0: way beyond his control. It's, it's crazy. And I know that's why they kind of threw in that, you know, the whole, the, 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 Kennedy, Ken, the Kennedy stuff is yeah. that, you know, somebody somewhere is able to someone's make messing with Some,
1: a voice that he knows, but he can't quite play. Yeah. And
0: someone's able to make duplicates. Yes. Because we actually, because exactly, yeah. we actually see foggy Yeah, on the screen. There's electronic manipulation yeah. going on here. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we cut. Back to our uh, Simi and uh, his mom, and they're going up to see Brother Zed, and well, uh, they know they're going yeah, to flee. They're yeah, they're trying to run. and They're trying to run, but and, Brother and, Zed, and appears. it's crazy
0: because Br- Brother Zed's got like the posse with him. He's got uh, people from the town, and they're following. And they're like, Jezebel, we're sorry. We need to. You do need to sacrifice human yeah. uh, a human now because the you death know, god is demanding the, it. The death god is demanding it. We believe the death god, and you know, you you can't put all of us in danger. Yeah. And and it turns out the person, of course, that needs to be sacrificed is Simi. Yeah.
1: And they take the they take the son. The other not brother Zed, but the yeah. other people in the <laughs> community take the son, and they drag the mother along, and they go into the park. Um, and we have some talk about uh, Dead devil's swinging along, still thinking about. The um, the chicken heads and voodoo ceremonies and that mentions the Haitian population in New York, uh, some customs that they brought over um, voodoo in Central Park. What will they think of next? And there's a little Didi probably scanned tales of the zombie number seven voodoo in the park. I wonder if Marvel Wolfman wrote that one. I bet he probably <laughs> did. <laughs> Could have. Yeah. Um, he's swinging along thinking about all this stuff. And, you know, Foggy's still shouting in the phone. He's he's on the phone with Blake Tower now saying, you've got to stop doing this with the ads. And Blake's saying, I have nothing to do with this, I swear. We've got to get to the bottom of this. We've got to work together and find out. Very quick, two panels of that going on. And then we cut back to the park where um, Brother Zed and the uh, other members of the community are burying... Um, see me alive. They're, they basically,
0: <laughs> like literally. Yeah, it's it's, it's think, really. Think, think of if you're at the beach, and you have have you have your head just above the sand, yeah. and they bury the rest of your body. It's kind of gruesome. do really I don't know What they're thinking
1: of doing with just his head exposed, but the the fact that all of these people are just silently watching holding this yeah. kid down, and what yeah, they they dig the hole, they put the kid in the hole, they cover him up, and the, the his mom is just saying, "You've got to help uh, Jezebel." the is saying you got to help you got to help me and no one is doing it daredevil hears the voices he hears simi's voice and jezebel's voice yeah. and he hears that there's people in in need of help mm-hmm. and swings down and he it's interesting because we see the the radar sense shows a, a, a figure
0: f- a figure but not just the skeleton yeah i know i noticed that too yeah. and i think that's very covers. clever it's
1: very nice it's it, a nice little like it you know, is
0: yeah so Daredevil swoops down, and he easily takes out um, the, is, vi- the people. village That's people, not, yeah, the he, normal people. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, Why, MC? Yeah. Um, no, he, he, he easily takes them out, and he, um, and then he starts to unbury the kid when all of a sudden uh, Skeletor. Uh, <laughs> Brother Zed. Brother Zed walks up, and, he, and I don't know how he had it already. He had the little voodoo. He has a, a voodoo Daredevil that he's holding up. And it's all like, you know, like all loosey goosey, right? Yeah, he's hanging it on a noose. And 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 what he does is 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 he he, he, he kinda, starts
1: to talk about he, the pain that Daredevil is, is going to feel. Feeling. And
0: all of a sudden, Daredevil gra- grabs at his neck. He's like, "Oh no! It's like, oh, I can't! I, I can't breathe! I can't breathe!" And we see Daredevil going down to his knees and and uh, choking, and he's choking, and he's choking mm-hmm. because of this noose that's around the voodoo doll's neck. Mm-hmm. And then Daredevil dies.
1: Daredevil dies. He dies. So thank you for listening. Um, yeah,
0: that was great. Um, I'm Joshua. <laughs> I'm ja- anyways, anyways. Uh, Daredevil, so-
1: Daredevil, Daredevil, The, the brother Z drops the doll onto Daredevil and basically is telling the people around him, you know, this is what happens to people who disbelieve, who think there are no consequences. And just as he gets close enough to Daredevil, Daredevil basically swo- sw- swipes his legs away, drops him on the ground, kicks the mask that he's been wearing that's the skull mask off of his head mm-hmm. and uh, we learned that this guy of course used the one thing that devil, daredevil is completely impervious to
0: hypnotism hypnotism, hypnotism yeah.
1: does not work uh, now on how head.
0: did he hypnotize him he was using the oh, words he was using his words voice. he his was his saying these words oh, okay. yeah now also- now why is it that that obviously with his mask off, now that we see that it's a human head on a skeleton mm-hmm. body, we now see the outline of yeah. the clothing that are surrounding.
1: Hypnotism.
0: It, so he was hypnotizing anybody? Yeah, he was hypnotizing oh, everyone okay. in the community. I mean, I'm sure if someone
1: random was walking by, they'd go, why are those guys talking to that guy in a skeleton costume? <laughs> right. um, okay. But then so. the, the, this is the cool part, is that they, they get the boy out of the grave, and then uh, Daredevil actually turns. And says to the people, you know, this is on you. You all fell for this. You all, I get it that, like, it's, you know, hypnotism and this guy and all these traditions. But you were about to murder this kid. Is there something wrong with you? You can't do this. you got to, you need to work to be better than this. And basically leaves them. I think he leaves everyone. Brother Zed's just down on the floor and they don't really care about him anymore. (laughs) And and he leaves and he's like, that's crazy that they would do that anyway (laughs) Foggy's. Votes are in. Yeah. I better go see him. So on, <laughs> on the last
0: page of this issue, we find out that Foggy Nelson lost the election, Yeah, obviously because of the 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 bogus news. Fake news. Fake news. Ugh, I hate that phrase. Anyways, so Daredevil, or sorry, so so earlier in the episode, I don't think we talked, or sorry, earlier in the issue, I don't think we talked about this, but oh, yeah. Matt, Matt had given um, Foggy a business card for the storefront legal services mm-hmm. and said, he says something like... He says, hey, look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, keep this or whatever. So he had his business card, right? So Foggy shows up and he goes, look, Matt, I'm not DA anymore. I, You know, it is what it is. I don't know really what to do. What do you feel about, you know, me? Like, do you have a job? Can I come and help you out? And he goes, you know what, Foggy, do you still have that business card that I gave you? Which was several
1: days ago, so get a new (laughs) suit, Foggy.
0: (laughs) And Foggy's like, you know what, I do, yeah. So he takes it out and he looks at the business card and it says the storefront legal services. Then underneath it, it says Matthew Murdoch and Franklin Nelson attorneys at law. Yeah. And Matt was like, you know what, whether you won the election or not, Foggy, You always were, and you'll always be my partner. It's a really cool little moment. Yeah, I really love that that last Mm -hmm. panel, and you can see Foggy all happy, and they're shaking hands because, you know, what we when we think about uh, Nelson and Murdoch today, we always think about them as as partners Mm -hmm. um, in their own law firm. But we that hasn't been that way since like issue like. Thirteen or fourteen, or it's been a long time. Yeah. So you know we've been dealing with Foggy being DA and mm-hmm. Matt doing you know whatever the heck Matt's doing, but now it's starting to finally get to that point where we get to see them as partners the way that we know them today. So yeah. I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, and it invert is the it's that funny thing of the, they constantly like invert who is the first name in the list, which is always right. fun that they play around with. That. Yeah. So this one is Murdoch and Nelson rather than right. the, the usual Nelson and Murdoch. Um. That's, That's it. it. That's it for this yeah. uh episode. Um you know, it's it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> there it was, it was some good stuff. There was some really good stuff. Yeah. Um are we S- still doing the question thing? I y- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a, I okay.
0: Got, I got a question for you, Jamie. What are you talking about? We still okay. doing the question yeah. thing, little punk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh let's see. Yeah, so I was gonna ask you about the um Atlantean wizard.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you
0: know the Atlantean wizard's name?
1: Oh, it was. I, look, I'm flicking through the book in front of me to to get to it, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. It was. You know, it was almost like
0: it, it happened. Like 3000 or
1: something like that. It
0: was Chathunda. Chathunda. Yeah, I remember it being
1: like Eva Cthulhu or <laughs> yeah, Quitsiqua or that, that, something. That was that was the mirror gun. Yeah, um, the Atlantean wizard that destroyed yeah. Atlantis. Um. Let me see if I can find a question for you.
0: Well, while you're finding a question for me, the question that I was going to ask you since you already said the Atlantean one, because... Oh, yeah. Um, so, Brock Jones was the hero of what Super Bowl? Oh, wow. Um, Brock Jones was the guy that was Brock Jones. became the torpedo. Yeah. He used to play in the NFL. He was a hotshot quarterback.
1: So, it was 1972... Um was what the year that you mentioned. So watch this. We are on the fifty I know nothing about football, so watch mm-hmm. this for, for some terrible we're on like the fifty third Super Bowl. Um fifty third. So I'm gonna say the forty forty seven away from fifty three years. Uh the sixth. The sixth? Yeah.
0: when did the super bowl start um the 50s okay so i didn't think i didn't actually go down to the number i just wanted i was just gonna say the super bowl from 1972 oh okay (laughs) oh wow (laughs) (laughs) i I should have come over the number right now we're on 54 i think we're on 54 okay so so
1: about 7th but so yeah. seventy two, yeah.
0: But um, that Super Bowl was when the Cowboys defeated the Dolphins twenty four mm-hmm. to three, and he was the Super Bowl hotshot quarterback, which means he played for the Dolphins. No, He's he, Dan Marino. No, he, he played it for the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys. He played for the Cowboys. Oh. Dan Marino didn't play in nineteen seventy two. So he <laughs> see yeah, football. No, no. Uh, uh, so uh, my, my whole Marino point of bringing been? that up was that he. Uh, so he, he was a quarterback for the Cowboys. I uh-huh. figured it out because he was a 72. Uh, ah, 72. Yeah. I should look up who was the quarterback for the Cowboys in 72 Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, that's probably the guy.
1: What's the guy that's there now? The, uh, Tony Romo. Is that no, a player? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Tony
0: Romo was the quarterback of the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So no. So these issues were fun. Yeah. Um, I I do like I there there are parts of Marvel Wolfman's writing that I do really really like. Yeah. I like the fact that he takes time with 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 scenes. Yeah. He doesn't rush through stuff like like a lot of times we'll, we'll get to a part where you know Daredevil will have a one panel thing and then he'll go over there and have a one panel thing. Marvel Wolfman likes to take time with each moment, which is really nice. Yeah. I do yeah. like that part. Um, there was some silliness involved. There was some stuff a lot that, of silliness. there was some stuff that didn't make sense, and it didn't and it didn't necessarily, you know, like
1: he's playing a long game, Marv Wolfman, and it doesn't necessarily pan out because I don't think that he. He gets, he gets his chance to, to go, or he, you know he said himself that he didn't feel like he got a handle on Daredevil. So it feels like he's testing a lot of things and throwing a lot of things out to see what will stick. And he's good at bringing stuff back or dropping things that could be brought up later. But at the same time, that means that he puts in a lot of stuff that goes nowhere or feels like it's going nowhere. Um, I have a question for you. Oh, very good. The husband-wife-child in the building that Daredevil and Torpedo destroy, they're watching TV and um, he mentions that he has a crush on a female singer-actress.
0: Oh boy, from from, from 1970. She's still around now. Uh, G- uh, Jane Fonda? Close. Cher. Cher. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I yeah. remember that he now. He mentions that he says it's it's a
1: trip that they're married together because she <laughs> likes Canon and he likes Cher. Yeah, that's right. But, you know,
0: Jane Fonda was a good guest because she during the, yeah. the, the, the late 70s, she was acting. Yeah. Right? Well, she's been acting. She's, she is an actor. Um, yeah. She was sing, singing for the troops. I don't
1: know. No, she was just going on. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if she was I, ever I a singer.
0: Know. Oh, <laughs> well, you, Barbara. You, 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 you didn't say singer. I said singer-actress. Oh, singer-actress. Yeah. Oh. Th- yeah dang it anyway dang it um, so guys so guess that what that was great that was great
1: next week next week we meet possibly one of the greatest characters to ever appear in daredevil yes. yuri geller yeah no.
0: <laughs> Th- thank you marv wolfman for for creating the person that yeah uh, we, we we get to talk about next week definitely one of our jamie and i and mine. F- definitely w- Definitely one of our favorites. I can't speak. I'm sorry, guys. That's all right.
1: It is. Uh, in fact, it's the next issue. The next issue is the introduction to a character that is going to be around and be very important to Daredevil. It's a villain um, who Bob Brown and um, Marv Wolfman created for the comic called uh, Bullseye. And it is his first appearance, issue 131. Um, and we do have Yuri Geller. I know. That in, in You thought the Skywalker issue was weird? <laughs> yuri geller is one. i i i've read it twice now and both times i've just been like I <laughs> okay <laughs> but the the bullseye stuff's great and we're yeah. going to cover that next issue uh, next episode and uh and then yuri geller um that's it for now uh i do have the outro up if you want to do it or if you want to free but but uh anyway, Joshua and Jamie Do Dead Evil is a weekly <laughs> podcast recorded, edited, and hosted by Joshua Geegan and Jamie Gamble. Episode Artwork is provided by David Wynn. You can find us on iTunes where you can leave a rating if you feel inclined. We are also available to listen to on our website, which can be found at jnjdudd.com. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at do dd at gmail.com or tweet us at jj dd podcast. What's on Facebook?
0: We're on Facebook, yeah. Search Joshua and Jamie do uh, Daredevil. You can find us on Facebook. Like the page. Yeah. Get some updates. Get all the links for all the podcasts. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and oh, this week I started a Tee Public. Is it Tee Public? I can't remember. But basically I put the the title image up. So if you want a T-shirt that oh, has heck yeah. by, we're art by David Wynn and has Daredevil. Uh, asking us to stop it with the, the <laughs> show's title on it. Um, yeah. It looks nice in white or red, I've discovered, but you can pick any color you want that is available. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, as long as it's one of the colors that they have listed, uh, which nice. is on Tee Public. I'll put a link up on the website or on the Twitter page or whatever, and Joshua put it up on Facebook. Uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, uh, Tune in next week when we, of course, introduce Bullseye to the world and uh, Yuri
0: Geller. All right. (laughs) Here we go. I mean, wow. Okay. All right. I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we we just did did Daredevil. Daredevil.